Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform, and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. Now for our special guest. Hey, this is Roger King. Happy to be back in another VoiceOver Experts session uh, for the fine folks at Voices.com. If you don't know me, I uh, own PN Agency, which is a non-union voice talent agency based in Toronto. We represent uh, English and French non-union voices. And we also have Ethnic Voice Talent, which, as the name implies, represents voice talents in many different languages. So we're sort of like the United Nations of voice work. In addition to that, I have a blog called voiceovercanada.ca, where I go over very sexy topics in the voiceover industry from the perspective of a voice talent agent. And you guessed it, we're now on Twitter, at voiceovercanada. Couldn't resist tweeting like a madman about the various wacky adventures of a voice talent agent. And as I mentioned, I've done one of these uh, voiceover experts podcasts before, Uh, in what I like to call Secrets of an Agent Man. And today, I thought I would cover a topic I think applies to possibly everyone listening to this podcast, and that's collecting money from those clients we all know and love who just don't seem to quite get the concept that they they owe you for the work you've provided. Um, I'll call this podcast Collect Calls, or if you prefer, Checks and Balances. One of the joys of being a talent agent uh, is that I have to do those collect calls and chase down money, um, especially because we're in the non-union world. The net 30 days on the invoice seems to be some sort of very loose guideline for your average client. Um, I do find the majority of clients pay within striking distance of the 30 days. Uh, Some who take longer, you get used to because either they're a major company and you know they're good for the money and they have some kind of 60-day, you know, bureaucracy thing, uh, or they're old clients who are predictably late. Um, But there are those, of course, whom it requires some aggressive collection techniques. And you sort of sometimes have to leave it to your gut. Uh, Should I believe the fact that the bookkeeper was on vacation uh, or that he thought he mailed the check last week? Um, It's your call. In 17 years of doing voice work and now nine years of of owning PN Agency, uh, I've only not been paid four times. Two bankruptcies, fortunately in both cases, small amounts of money, about 300 bucks each. One client um, I had to take to small claims court. He's in bad financial shape. Uh, Not sure if I'm going to get any dollars. Uh, And then we have a fourth client who... I'm doing the air quotes, closed down his business, but then appears to have restarted a new company doing pretty much the same thing. But anyway, my point being that, uh, you know, getting close to 20 years in this business, I've only been burned a handful of times. So uh, I have some perspective on that. Um, And the fact that, uh, you know, you might have an agent, you probably 
breathe a sigh of relief that it's uh, folks like me who have to do this uh, this chasing down of money. Um, but then again, you may be someone who has a home studio and your own voice business as well, in which case you also have to have your accounts receivable department. Um, when you have an agent doing this for you, of course, then your job is just to go record the thing and then find a good table on the patio. As an agent, I've experienced every accounts receivable scenario under the sun, so I thought I would just share some wisdom here after all that preamble uh, that may help you when tracking down those overdues. Now, uh, first off, I think there's a couple of preemptive strikes to do before and immediately after your voice session. Uh, I think I'm stating the obvious, but get every job booking confirmation in an email. You never want to have to reference a phone conversation where, you know, uh, no, I didn't say 300, I said 700. You don't want to have that dialogue. In this day and age, email correspondence does hold up legally. But you got to be clear and concise in your emails so that, you know, someone not intimately involved in your tense negotiations can make sense of this thing if they have to look it over, if you're getting legal help or whatever. Um, you don't want to have to reference, you know, seven different email trails or, you know, be scrolling like a madman up and down. After you've lent your dulcet tones to the project, keep a copy of the script if possible. Obviously, that's easier to do if it's a home studio job. And also keep or obtain a copy of the audio. This is assuming it's not a 90-minute e-learning narration at someone else's studio. But for shorter things, see if you can hang on to the script. And, of course, hang on to any correspondence that acknowledges receipt of your final audio, if it's a home studio job, uh, or your, or, and or receipt of your invoice. This is, of course, the preemptive strike against the age-old classic, I never received it. Now, fast forward to the point at which your invoice is overdue. What can you do to inspire your client to pay, short of you know, taking them to court, which you may ultimately have to do, and you should be prepared to do so. I'm assuming you're at the point where you've done the squeaky wheel thing with your client. You know, you've followed up by email, you've left messages, sent telegrams, you've done the megaphone outside their office window, and, uh, and they're still not paying. I should point out, you know, like I said earlier, clients come in all shapes and sizes, and you sometimes have to make the call, you know, whether the excuse they're giving you is valid. Not all late payers are bad apples. Some legitimately run into a rough patch or are overwhelmed for one reason or another, and uh, I like the ones that at least communicate. You know, one guy that owed me a lot of money was, was giving me, like, weekly updates on whether the landlord was locking him out of the office. Not what you want to hear, but at least you can tell he's being sincere. But assuming you're not buying their excuses or they're not communicating at all, you got to look for clues as to who their client is. And that's why I said if you have a copy of the script, it might be on there somewhere. You know, you do the thing, micro, Microsoft uh, corporate video, but their client obviously isn't Microsoft. It's a local ad agency or production company. And you look for clues. Uh, there's nothing wrong with taking your, your squeaky wheel routine up to a third party, which I've done many times. As an example, a, um, a client wasn't paying my agency for some home show radio spots that were done. And uh, this client was dodging, so I, I phoned the marketing department of the home show itself, and I simply explained that we hadn't received payment for commercials that had already aired. Now, within 24 hours, I heard from my client who, you know, let's say he was a little perturbed that I had gone to his client, but not as perturbed as the home show clients were at him for not paying me. Uh, they loved the voice talents on the spots, and it turned out it was a, like a perfect scenario because they were planning to record more home show spots for the fall and wanted to use the same talent. So uh, let's just say miraculously, after these phone conversations, I got full payment within 48 hours. When you're calling a third party, be polite. Be polite because it's not their fault, presumably. Uh, but don't hesitate to use this gem of a phrase. 
and I quote, it is illegal to air commercials without paying the talent. It, it is, is illegal. Three words that get people's attention. Keep in mind, do not character assassinate when you're calling a third party. So an acceptable line would be, Dazzle Productions has not paid the talent who voiced these commercials. By the way, this would probably be the point in the podcast where um, an announcer comes on and says, uh, real names are not being used, all names have been uh, changed. But in this case, I am using real names. Don't ever do any work for Dazzle Productions. I, I, I Just trust me, they do not pay their bills. And I'm running the risk of, of um, a defamation of character suit, and I'm happy to do so. Don't work for Dazzle Productions. Anyway, that's a little sidebar. Just stick to the facts, and uh, you don't want someone someone else in the industry to think you're the type that goes around bad-mouthing people. You're just calling to say, you know what, there was this job, and uh, I wasn't paid, or my talents weren't paid. And there's also no harm in calling the radio or TV station, assuming this is broadcast stuff that you did, where the spots aired. You know, call, uh, let them know they, that you haven't been paid, you know, if, if assuming the radio and and or TV station is in your city. Uh, it's not that they will necessarily be able to do anything about it, but you want to get your client's attention. And the more people somehow connected to the work you did that you inform, the better. And again, you, you just stick with the truth. If you say the truth, you're not doing anything wrong. Be straightforward with the facts. And again, remember those three fun words, it is illegal. A couple other tidbits when trying to collect from uh, from the deadbeats. Uh, when you follow up by phone, you know, call from different numbers or, or block your number. You know, they'll get used to seeing your number, so you got to switch it up a bit. Uh, and call your client's cell phone rather than, you know, a work phone, landline kind of thing. Get them on the cell phone. Uh, call at odd hours. Not at 2 a.m. necessarily, but why confine it to business hours, you know, uh, when they'd be expecting you to call? I'm talking, you know, 7.30 or, you know, before 9. Uh, just, you know, switch it up a little bit. Keep them on their toes. You can also construct an email to their clients detailing how unprofessional they've been in dealing with you. Again, keeping with the theme, stick to the facts. Um, send the email to your client. Uh, tell them you're going to send it out on Friday to their clients if you haven't received payment. Uh, a lot of clients, of course, on their website will list other people they've worked with. Again, don't actually do it, but pretend you're going to do it. Let your client think, uh, let them sweat a little bit. Of course, spread the word in the voiceover community if you've had a particularly bad experience with someone, or at least talk with others to see if they've had similar experiences with this client and uh, how things got resolved if they did at all. Um, nothing wrong with you know spreading the word again as long as you're sticking to the facts. So never lose sight of the goal of getting paid. Your job is to be as persistent and annoying as the situation calls for, within reason, in order to get your money. Without physical threats, of course. I think that goes without saying. I look at clients like this as shoplifters. They've taken something and not paid for it. So make them pay. Literally. I cover this uh, in a number of different uh, blog pieces on my uh, blog, which in case you've forgotten is voiceovercanada.ca. And we'll probably return to this topic from time to time because I think it's an important one, obviously, because you know we're not doing this for the goodness of our hearts. So I'll leave it there. Uh, this has been another edition of Secrets of an Agent Man. And uh, if you want to keep in touch, of course, visit the blog. Did I mention it? VoiceOverCanada.ca. Or find me on Twitter at VoiceOverCanada. Or you can do both. You can go to the blog and to Twitter. I love that. For now, this is Roger King. That'll be all. 
Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today. This has been a Voices.com production.